you have to choose a great thought first. And then when you combine that great thought with a great action, that consistently done, rep after rep, set after set, is what actually creates better results. Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo, and on today's episode, I got an opportunity to sit down with a friend of mine, JT Tsui. He is currently serving as the human potential and success coach and the director of sports with Football Ontario. JT and I um, just known each other for a number of years just within the podcasting community here in Toronto. So it's just an honor to have him talk about his books, his experience when it comes to being great and the thought of greatness. And in this episode, we'll talk about how success always leaves clues, how pain and purpose comes from the same coin, and when great thoughts are consistently paired with great actions, that is when great results are created. So here we go. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, JT. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate you inviting me in and uh, yeah, just enthused for our conversation. Well, JT, this is this is amazing. There's a long time coming. We've been in the same network, in the same sphere, in the same geographical, and we've collaborated a number of times. And I'm so excited, super honored that you have take the time to join us into the Business Leadership Podcast, talk about leadership, talk about everything great, everything great. And uh, one thing that JT always says on his his show, The Huddle, and a lot of his conversations is success always leaves clues. JT, I'd love it if you could uh, just introduce yourself to the listeners, to the community. Tell us who you are. We're not growing or leading, you know, businesses, athletes, different leaders. Yeah, my name's JT Sui. Uh, like all of your listeners, I am just a human being that's having a lived experience on this planet and just learning to navigate the ebbs and flows of the game of life. And, you know, in the process, uh, focused on growing myself and um, doing my best to share some of these nuggets of wisdom, as I like to call them, this lived experience with others so that, uh, you know, it can help and serve others along the way. So uh, that's that's a little bit about me. Uh, beyond that, you know, I'm married to the love of my life uh, for over 12 years. Alicia, I have two uh, amazing, beautiful kids that uh, one of the great parts about their journey since leaving the safe and comfortable world of teaching is I've noticed them starting to express more of who they are, more of what, you know, their quirks, more of what makes them unique, which has been really cool. And uh, yeah, just other than that, um, if we're talking from a business perspective, uh, yeah, I'm a human potential success coach, uh, do, do some speaking, podcasting, writing, and also currently serve as the director of sport with Football Ontario, which is a provincial sport organization. That's me. 
that's a mouthful, J2. I love it. I love it. I, I don't even know what to start. But what, what's really interesting in what you said there, um, what really hit home, aside from all the different aspects of your life and what's important, um, was the fact that the example that you showed to your family and your, your kids from moving from, a, from teaching, comfortable, a profession, a career, to chasing your greatness or chasing your journey or your or who you are allowed them to express themselves. T- t- tell me how, how that makes you feel or, 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 or that evidence from that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting, right? And you, and you mentioned it earlier, like success always leaves clues, right? And I'm a firm believer that you're always creating your reality, that whatever your current results are in any area of your life, health, relationships, business, finances, is based on your past thoughts and actions, right? And again, it's learning that it's not good or bad, right? It's not positive or negative. It just is. And and where I've seen that is, you know, looking at it through my lived experience here, uh, professionally, I was creating a lot lot of success in education. It was something I understood consciously and unconsciously. I understood how to play the game, you know, how to help and serve and how to get people to where they wanted to go. Um, And and again, it was creating a lot of... uh, external success, you know, professionally, financially, uh, if we're talking wins as, as a coach and, and teacher. Uh, but it did come um, often at the expense of my own wellness, right? Uh, long weeks, like 60, 70, 80, 90 hour weeks, like I'm sure some of your listeners can appreciate. Um, and it came at the expense of at times my marriage, my relationship with my kids. So it's been going through this, this, my own journey over the last two and a half, three years that by me truly, and I always talk about going all in, like truly, you know, Napoleon Hill talked about, you know, burning desire, burn the boats. And as soon as I've learned that by burning the boats on what was safe and comfortable, it's allowed me to better understand myself to, to develop. And again, it's a daily practice of true earned common confidence in my own personal life that I've been able to then bless my kids with the space in order so they can truly become truly calm and confident. So, so what I'm just getting at here is, I, 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 and this is something I learned from a great mentor, you can only give to others what you truly have. So in order for my kids to be calm and confident in their personal life, I needed to be calm and confident in my personal life first. Wow, that's amazing, JT. And I love, I love that in terms of that. And it, it always makes me think about when it comes to leaders in organizations and CEOs. And it was, it was a conversation I had uh, recently where they could have the right message and culture when it comes to work-life balance. But if the CEO or your direct manager does not hold the work-life balance, what do you think everyone is following? And that, that reflects back not only in business and leadership and like to, to, to our point and to what we're, we're coming from is, is raising and leading that family, right? So you always have to, um, you know, I love, the, I love your all in, 100% go all in um, because people are, people are seeing that and actions speak louder than words. One thing, um, one thing that I'm keen and been really happy to watch JT within your career over the last couple of years is when you came from the old world or life number one, where you transitioned and you bloomed when you launched your book. And we'll talk about your book real quickly um, into a leadership role now in football Ontario. Like how did that come 
through. And as you are into this leadership role, like what have you learned about yourself as well, taking on a whole different role? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that pain and purpose, right? Those are words like, you know, pur- purpose gets thrown around a lot in the personal growth, self-development, self-actualization space. And what I've really come to learn is that pain and purpose are the same coin. They're just different sides of it. And, and, and what I mean by that is that it was only through going through some of that pain, some of that physical, that so, that social, the mental, the emotional pain of leaving the safe and comfortable world was I actually able to get clarity on what my purpose was, right? So, so again, it's learning to embrace all parts of the journey, right? And, and it's from there that I learned that many of the principles that I had, to some degree, consciously, others that unconsciously, as I studied, you know, my own um, lived experience, as I've surrounded myself with great coaches and mentors and, and people such as yourself, that I'm like, okay, don't study what successful people do, study how they think. And, I, and it's by doing that that I've learned, actually, this is how you did it. And, and from there, what I've learned is the same principles that have allowed me to create a successful career in education for 15 years are the same principles that allow me to be a successful dad, successful husband, and now in that role, if we're just talking from a football Ontario lens as a director, as serving as a director of sport. So it's just learning to recreate and and where, what that has allowed me to do is create greater alignment in my life because the person who I'm showing up for as professionally is the same in my personal life. And again, that's ebbs and flows. Some days I do it better than others, but as I've learned to do that, I'm actually more effective and focused in the game of life. Yeah, and, and one thing that, you brought up that really hit a tone with me is that the difference between the the pain and purpose because without one you're nothing and the reason why I bring that up is I, I I've been trusting along my journey where there are those times where you feel suffering or you're in pain and I realize and a lot of my reflections and a lot of my journeys and I think this is what you're saying JT is like Without the suffering, you're not going to find. You can't. You can't walk your forty days or whatnot in pain and not find out who you are. Because if you do trust and stay with it, you're going to learn a hell lot. Versus getting scared of the darkness and just hang on to the comfort of life, right? So I really loved how how you talked about that, and and it's something even personally as I grow and as I build out through my journey. It's like you know what. This is this is the way, <laughs> right? Like this is the way. Like in in the sports world for you, and in the coaching world, I'm sure you see a lot of great talent, especially in the younger in the younger worlds. And and what do you say to those children where just want to quit because it's so hard for them, right? Like what is the message that you or the coaches that you work with talk to, to these children to to see the type of work that they need to get through, even though they don't see the advancements at, at, in the present moment. Yeah, no, and that's a great question. Um, I actually shared something on social yesterday about this idea of, you know, in order to be, quote unquote, successful, you must start to drown out the outside, right? You must drown out the scoreboard, uh, the number in your, of zeros in your bank account, the job touch. You, you need to drown that stuff out. 
And the only thing you really can control really is the here and the now. And I'll give you a, a sports analogy. Uh, one of the things we did with uh, our Football Ontario, our Team Ontario, our high performance program was we identified that what where we needed to help and serve our athletes was helping them to better uh, able to respond during times of adversity, challenge and obstacles. So we created this year uh, through our high performance fundamental program. Uh, these are virtual sessions. We created this next play mentality, right? So again, it was some of these mental skills training and, and what I often share with, with our athletes, with our coaches, even with, you know, my high end entrepreneur clients is this idea that the only thing you can control is your next thought. Like at the end of the day, free will, the ability to choose your next thought. And, and I, I often remind people that you have to choose a great thought first. And then when you combine that great thought with a great action, that consistently done rep after rep, set after set is what actually creates better results. So I find that simple idea. And again, it's, it's a practice that once you do that enough, then you start to create some wins. You start to create some momentum, right? And then by doing that, that's what actually helps people feel empowered. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many like thoughts when it comes to sports analogies, especially, I, I love this. I geek out on sports stuff, yeah. but I'm curious to get your insight. And this, this, is, this is real life parenting right yeah. now. Um, so my daughter's six years old and she's uber competitive. I could see it in her. Mm -hmm. She likes the winning of, she likes the feeling of winning mm -hmm. and she hates losing. Yeah. So the, the conversation I'm having with her now is when you lose, you win. And the reason why you lose is you learn how to pick up and win. What are some of the things that you've seen or maybe you've done in your, in your family or, 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 you know, advice you'd give me mm -hmm. to message to my daughter like about losing because losing is life it's not life it's part of the game yeah right and as long as you don't compare yourself i think i think uh, i think it's to the spin what you're saying right now yeah well it's you know I, and i love that you know we're even having that conversation right because you even you know asking that question to your daughter is great because it's challenging her to stop and think right again that ability to choose your next thought um i'll share this with you one of one of the blessings through this journey has been <laughs> the irony is and this goes back to something my wife said to me where she challenged me in a loving way and she said this to me a few years ago how is it that you have created such great connection with hundreds if not thousands of young men and you struggle so much with your own son and, you know, I, I, part of me didn't want to hear it, but she was right at the time. You know, I, I was, and again, it wasn't that I was doing the best I could based on my current level of awareness, but it sort of challenged me. And from that, what I've learned is, is really about this opportunity that you can create it going forward. So I'll, I'll share this story with you. We found out we get a call from school the first day. And essentially, my, my daughter has left French Immersion. She's not at her home school they decided she's not getting a bus. So as opposed to just, you know, uh, you know, complaining, blaming other people for, oh my gosh, just the worst world, we use this as an opportunity to drive our kids to school every day, right? So we have this five to seven minute connection point. So I offered that I'm gonna drive them to school every day. 
So on this car ride to school every day, what I often, you know, it's just about connecting. It's a little carpool karaoke, right? Um, and then one of the questions I always share with my kids, and I always preface it by remind them, I love you. I'm proud of you. I say it to my son. I say it to my daughter. That's, that's a habit that, I've, that we've created. And then I always ask them, what are you committing to today? And they, and they always answer and they know this. And again, it's reps and sets. They say, I'm going plus one. And for us, plus one means giving your best effort and attitude. And, and just reminding them that simple idea that it, it, it doesn't, that, that's something you can't measure on a scoreboard per se, but just even them just saying, I'm committed to going plus one. I'm committed to my best effort and attitude has, has allowed me to slowly start to imprint on this idea that at the end of the day, regardless of what the scoreboard of life says, that's the only thing I care about. Have you given your best effort? Have you given your best attitude? And if you can say yes to those questions, that's all mom and dad care about. I love that. I'm going to implement that, JT. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to implement that. I love that so much because it's, it's those little like, small daily practices that some people you know as people who are you know love the personal development love the teaching it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be difficult and i think mm -hmm. that practice is less than a minute if you really think about it and yeah. if you continue to do it it's like it's instead of saying have an amazing day like you could change it, just change it. I still say it, but it's it's literally just putting it into your language and putting it into your personal habit as a parent mm -hmm. to ask that question and start the conversation. Of course, the first couple of times, I'm sure it doesn't make sense to your child, <laughs> but when <laughs> but when, when you drill it, not drill it in, but when you when you have that mindset of what is your intention today? Mm -hmm. I think that's that's really huge. So I appreciate you sharing that, JT. Thank you for providing some insight in the world of the, the JT family household. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's all about, you know, to, to you and your platform about, you know, about greatness, right? So mm -hmm. I wanted to just really highlight a little and of course, congratulate, always proud of, you know, my peers, my friends who, who, who create books and you wrote You Are Greatness. It came out, was it last year or two years ago now? Yeah, last year, uh, end of May, early June. So congratulations, one year anniversary uh, just, just passed. Tell me, tell me what had happened mm -hmm. and why releasing that book last year um, was important to you. Yeah, no, that was a great question. Um, for me, I, I've, <laughs> I've always had this creative side, right? And it goes back to when I was six or seven, and I remember still writing for the book fair, you know, some of maybe your uh, listeners that may be a little more seasoned in the game of life, a little more experience in terms of uh, lived years, right? Remember these book fairs. And I remember just loving the idea of writing. Um, but I remember my motivation being this idea of, I, I, I think I was motivated to kind of seek out the validation. Like I wanted to be recognized for that. Like I wanted to feel seen to her, to feel appreciated, right? And it's only been through last few years where I've really started to acknowledge that. And what happened is after a couple of years of doing it, there wasn't a lot of external validation, which again, is not right or wrong. It's just, that's where I was in my growth journey. Uh, developed that I found that passion for sport. Sport filled that void for many years. And it wasn't until walking away from teaching and coaching and sport 
that that creativity started to need to get funneled in other ways. So, so for me, the book was more about allowing me to uh, really create because I'm a firm believer here that I'm here to do God's work and God's work here is, is to create. Right. Again, that, that's just my based on, on, on what I uh, uh, believe is important. And and by I find that when I create and whether it's writing, whether it's having these beautiful conversations on on your podcast, my podcast, whether it's speaking, whether it's coaching my clients, like my job here is to create. And I and I found that the book was simply a, a, a tool that I could introduce some of these uh, concepts in a simplified version, because I do feel like one of my gifts is my ability to communicate bigger concepts and really simplify them. That's what education is, right? Helping people understand, right? Simple calls to action. And it was from that book where I just wanted to share like these bite-sized little stories, these lived experience from mine and, and be able to um, give people some tools that they could use on their journey to greatness. So that was sort of the inspiration behind it. Um, and the really cool part, and I'll just share what, what's really on my heart is it's been great to see some clients that are, that are educators as well start to bring these and start working them with young people because there's a part of me that just feels like, you know, young people are our future. They're our future uh, business leaders, right? Um, the sooner we get them these have around these ideas, right? Uh, the greater this world's going to be. Hundred percent, and whether it's in business or in life, these are these are leaders, mm-hmm. right? And if you can make an impact, um, just to one person, you know, you're doing God's work, right? Mm-hmm. So it's definitely definitely a blessing, and I love that you're walking that path. Um, I'm curious, I'm you know, for someone who is very always looking for bettering myself, whether it's getting into flow, getting more productive mm-hmm. or really staying in focus. What are you doing, JT, now? Or what are some new practices that you've been learning yeah. to allow you to get more done mm-hmm. as well as, like you said, living that livid experience with your family and doing things that, that brings you joy? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, I'll, I'll be the first to say it's it's definitely been a journey the last few years. Like when I first really dove deep into personal growth and self-development in 2016, uh, it looked different. So for me, my first journey was actually getting a morning workout in before, wake up a little bit earlier, getting a morning workout in uh, before work. And for me, again, being an, a high-level athlete coach, uh, getting physical I think was the way that sort of brought order to, you know, my mind and body um, over, I, again, I've started to integrate different practices. Again, this is, it's been a journey, right? Start to integrate, you know, the mindfulness where now for me, my day always starts with daily study, right? So again, I am constantly looking, I, I write a lot, right? So again, uh, my, my daily blessings where I write 10 things that I feel blessed for, uh, then it's also reading and, and, and studying a, a book, right? That I've, whatever's on my heart right now, it's, it's the spirituality piece. And then it's going through affirmations. And then, so, so for me, what I'm getting at, it's really just things that connect me to the here and the now. And I find when I'm really connected to the here and now, that to me is flow. When, when, you can just literally stop and smell the roses. I love it. Thank you for sharing. And it's definitely 
for those who are listening and are even curious about getting into daily practice, what JT really shared, and it's something that I really resonate with, is you know, you're going to see the Instagram post of here are the five things you needed to do. Choose one and make, make, make that a habit. And mm-hmm. for JT, that was, that was just getting the workout in. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel success. You're going to feel wins. You're going to get a habit down. And then you got that. And then you could do the second thing on a list. Yeah. And keep in mind, and JT could probably relate, not everything on people's top five lists will be your top five. Mm-hmm. But you have to give it a try. You have to be curious. And you got to want a plus one your day. Yeah. As JT says. I love it. Um <laughs> I love vibing with you, JT. Um, Before we end, I'd love to get some final thoughts, observations. Ideally, I'm always looking for some type of actionable recommendation that we could give to the business leaders, the entrepreneurs, the creators who are listening today. Yeah. So, so I'm curious and, and here's a question I would have for you based on, again, you have lots of conversations with, you know, with leaders, with, with hot, you know, big picture thinkers, what from those conversations have been something that you feel people have been struggling with recently? Um, I think, I think we, we talked about it a bit, but we're in a, we're in a time where mindfulness is already in popular culture, let's say, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Anyone and everyone who has a platform talks about it. Mm-hmm. But the challenge and the conversations and the people are still struggling is to find that purpose or or that passion, which that you talked about. Mm-hmm. But sometimes to get it, you have to go through the dark, the dark alleys. Mm-hmm. You have to walk it. You have to be up front and you have to face that. And I think... That is the challenge for any business leader, whether they're successful or making a transition, is like, yeah, you want to live today plus one, mm-hmm. but how could I know that the plus one is heading me to my passion and my purpose? So that's the conversations I'm always, always getting a, a nugget for, and I'm always learning, right? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely, and I love how you, as a podcaster, turn that around to me, so... Yeah. Well, and it was interesting, right? Because again, I, I think the the intention behind the question was like like you've shared numerous times. You know, our world is designed, and again, our tech driven world, our social media driven world has said, "Hey, these are the hundred things you can do to get into flow." Whereas you said, "What what's what resonates with you?" Um, for me, I, I'm in a big space right now where you know I, I think probably uh, many of your listeners. Um, are, are people like us, right? They're ambitious. They're driven. They're coachable. Like they'll get up and get after it, right? It's not a question of doing the work, right? They know how to do that. What I have found, and again, you know, from my lived experience working with, you know, the athletes, the coaches, entrepreneurs I work with, it's this idea of like, it's harnessing that ambition, that drive, that open-mindedness. So, so what I would encourage them to do is like, uh, preface a question of like, what brings you joy, like, what is that one practice you could do today that just allows you to immerse yourself, to lose yourself in the moment? Um, I go back to this idea I was sharing with one of my clients of what brings a sense of play, a sense of exploration, a, a sense of discovery, right? Of, of just this beautiful journey we call life and just go all in on that. And what I have found there, 
is it might be going out with a friend for lunch, like I, like I did yesterday. It might be sitting down for a great coffee and doing some writing. It might be going for a run. It might be going out with your family for, for a beautiful dinner out. And that was my day yesterday. And, and again, I tell people this not to impress you, but to impress on you that the more you connect to your joy, you'll get this greater sense of peace in, in your life. And, and that's really, at the end of the day, what we're all after, right? Is to have that greater sense of peace. So that's I what I would share. Thank you, JT. Yeah, and you did share. You shared You shared all in. Um, JT, can, you know, to close, can you, can you just share where anyone interested in connecting, finding more information about you, your work, yeah. or anything else you'd want to share, um, please let us know. Yeah, no, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, I'm on across uh, most social platforms. Uh, it's the same one. It's at underscore JT underscore Sui. Um, there, um, you can follow me, uh, active on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and there, yeah, you can just start to see uh, about what the messaging is and kind of what I'm all about. And uh, if you go to the Instagram, um, on my bio is a link tree. Uh, you can learn more about the podcast. You can download a free sample of the book. Uh, even if you want to connect on, uh, just have a conversation. You can connect there as well. So, um, yeah. So that's... Uh, yeah, thank you for that. And we'll definitely, for those interested, just go to the show notes. We'll list all of JT's... Uh, digital homes for all of you to check out but jt again it's been an awesome pleasure just spending this time with you um thank you for joining us on the business leadership podcast thanks brother appreciate it edwin thanks that's it biz leaders thank you for joining me on another episode of the business leadership podcast with jt tsui this is episode number 165 this was just such a great conversation. I could have gone on with JT for a long time, but what really, really hit home for me was when he was talking about choosing a great thought first. You can't stop by choosing a great thought. You have to continue it with great action. And when you consistently show up day after day, rep after rep, set after set, that's when it becomes greater results. So what is the great thought that is coming through your mind right now? What is the action? No, no, no. What is the great action that you need to do and consistently do to create the better results within your life, your business, your leadership? If you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, I'd love to hear from you. Definitely leave a comment on the podcast network that you're listening to. I constantly look and read these comments and I'll read it out on a future episode, but I am super grateful for those who have not done so yet. Please subscribe, rate, and do leave a comment or two or three on the podcast network that you're listening to today. Until next time, have a 100x day. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Okay.